What does it mean to live life to the fullest, train to your potential and perform at your best? Leave nothing on the table. That's a non-negotiable, is that I, I strive to be better every day. Because if I'm not on top of my game, how is anybody else going to follow me down the road? Keep demanding more of yourself to, to live up to that potential and to stay hungry. Training is progress. You know, when I look at the word training, I think of steps, baby steps to get somewhere that you want to be. And that is basically your life journey. It's a mindset in itself, man. It's like, it's not just about, I know that for you, a lot of that's about the physical, but we're constantly in training, whether it's growing our skill sets, whether it's growing our physical bodies, whether it's growing our relationships, whatever. And all of that's a training ground. And that kind of goes back to the mindset that we just talked about. You underestimate yourself and you don't even start. But then once you start, you often surpass what you thought you could do. Perform at your best, mate. That's that's sort of what life is all about. You know, I want to have the knowledge, I want to have the fitness, the health, the ambition and drive that no matter what comes along, when that next phone call comes, I can just say, yes, I don't have to worry. Just go and do it. Yo, what is up, guys? Welcome to the Coach's Corner episode with my man, Will Foden, who's returning This is part two of a one-hour, 40-minute conversation. In this episode, we discuss some of the strategies that we're using with ourselves, uh, some of the things that we've used with our clients in recent months. Uh, We talk about the current state of the fitness industry, and we also uh, discuss uh, social media influences. So uh, stay tuned for part three coming up in the future, where we'll be covering off on some Q&As that have come in from some of my listeners. Let's get this episode underway. What's some of the um, strategies that you've um, kind of put in place to practice being more mindful? Uh, I write down every evening my plan for the day after. Um, Mm. I I think it's a big one. Again, at the moment, there's a lot of like self-help stuff, which is very, very wishy-washy in the respect of us. Like it's telling you to to write down a journal, which is the size of a three A four pages about everything <laughs> where shit's in the way, man, we all got stuff to do, but it's being focused on what you're trying to achieve from that and, and getting the job done and moving forward, not procrastinating and sitting there and trying to be overthink stuff. I think like me, I, I beginning of every quarter, I write down what my, my goals are physically, what my goals are mentally, spiritually, mentally, spiritually, my goals from a business standpoint and my goals from mm-hmm. a recreational standpoint. Um, and I mean, it used to be, Eight weeks of work, go and travel, go and see, as you said, every place that I, have, I haven't been to, but obviously this year we can't. So like now <laughs> I'm using, stay, we, we, there's a couple of, you can go to like hotels here. We've got one in, in January, we'll give them for Christmas, but we'll do another one in a couple of months time just to have a break. Um, mm-hmm. And hopefully this vaccine comes out. But yeah, I, I'm, I'm a big look at your plan, have it somewhere where you can actually see it. Don't just write in a book and leave it there for three weeks. I mean, I have it on my iPad. I have it on my uh, my my board next to me, and then every night I plan my day. I just plan my day because then I can see gaps when I've got time for me, or gaps where I've got time for others, and I've got time. I've got gaps where filled with miscellaneous stuff. So that's sort of how I've got through it for sure. Yeah, that's awesome, man. Because I do recall from our last conversation, you said that that was something that you want to work on was your time management. Yeah, yeah. So you've obviously started putting those processes in place and um, and and tweaking and refining that and figuring out what works for you. Um, that's awesome, man. How often do you? So you've obviously um, set some projections for uh, the next quarter. Did you say you you look at quarterly? Yeah, I, um, I, I look at 90, 90, I, I do I do ninety day targets. Um, they're, they're not 
they're moving. They're, they're like a, a ballpark because we all know look yeah. COVID. It, it literally through the spanner in the works. Last time we were talking, we were we were in lockdown and I flipped my business upside down, which was yeah. which was awesome. Where now I'm very similar, man. Like I, I use that from a from a a physical standpoint from from the people that I work with one on one, and also. The big thing that I want to do this year is just what we're doing right now, mate, is provide educational impact for people that are stuck. That's what lights me up is seeing someone get that eureka moment of actually, fucking hell, if I actually do get to bed a bit earlier. I had a, 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 a lady come before and she hasn't slept properly for months. And it's just because she trains so hard and she hasn't been eating carbohydrates. So we, we gave her some carbs. Mm. I said, a bit of stress management. She made her aura rings lighten up that she's getting the best sleep she had. And I'm literally there going, <laughs> this is fucking epic. Yeah. And she's looking at me like, well, you must be, you're what's up with you? And I'm like, it's not. You're it's, a fucking wizard, bro. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just have some honey and oats before bed, boss. And suddenly, boom, <laughs> completed it. I should get a lightsaber or something. But it is, yeah. <laughs> that, that's what I, I want to do this year. It's similar to what you've done is, is, Give people a voice of reason. Yeah, everyone's different situations, so different, and it, it's confusing, man. But that—that's the best part of it is that is that is a journey post of you learning about yourself and realizing realizing your dark spots, mate. That's what I learned last year. You, you've done NLP, yep. so you, you'll know it clearly. Is the dark spaces between your ears, mate? You've got to shine light on them and and work on them. You're never going to be perfect. Because if you're going to be perfect, mm. you're going to be boring apart from anything else. But you're, you're, that is what I found is over the last few weeks, is sort of weeks, months, is taking responsibility, giving myself a break and giving myself a time frame. I found there's a lot, um, giving me a lot of structure. Yeah, that's awesome, man. So you obviously project, but do you also reflect on the last quarter? Yeah. Before you then go into those projections, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, 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 die, I look, look at what didn't, what I didn't in, well, well like. Whether that's very, as I said, we'll put it in business because it's easy or physical. Mm-hmm. What worked for me, what didn't. I mean, physically. I mean, I know we, we we're going to talk. We're going to talk about um, type styles of training. Is when I worked with the muscle nerds two years ago, they are my, they massively flipped my training to be a lot more speed dominant because I'm very for my from for me I'm very strong but I'm not as as quick as I want to be and yep. that intent of that gave me a reflection of throughout my training cycle now I'm not doing anywhere near as much just heavy stuff I'm do, I'm adding a lot of speed work in because mm. I, I can shift some tin man but I need to I want to I want now I do I, people don't know I do jiu-jitsu so I'm just I'm learning I'm full-on rookie man but if I can be quick it's way more beneficial than me just being strong um, so then yeah. you can actually you can actually um, you know move a little bit faster to get into more advantageous positions to be able to utilize your strength. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And 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 as he said, get myself out of situations faster, which is another one. But then from a business standpoint, I I reflect on what went well and what didn't and massively because the, again, it, people in who are, who are PTs listen to this will be everyone is driving you to go online. Everyone's saying online is the only way. One on one's dead. Blah 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 blah. But nothing beats human interaction. And whether that, and even, when you're online, you're just sat, you're at a desk job. People forget like you're gonna sit there. If you're gonna be a good coach, you gotta coach someone. You can't just drop like, oh sweet, you got six times eight bench press. See you later. Yeah, that, that's not what coaching is, and that's where Dude, I. That's a yeah, man. That's a that's an awesome point. Like I love working with people one on one as opposed to group classes. 
um, because I actually get to, you know, identify any imbalances, dysfunctions and things like that, ask questions about pain and um, discomfort or whatever, and then, you know, work through some skills and drills to address those things, get people moving more efficiently. And, you know, you can only fucking do that face to face, you know, but what I've found with uh, my online coaching is it's a lot more about, you know, the psychology and the behavior and it's it's lifestyle to be honest man like yeah dude a lot of the time like my online coaching clients i barely fucking talk about training you know obviously i'm going to touch on the training plan i'm going to ask them if there's you know any exercises that don't quite feel right send me a video front side back um tell me where the discomfort is blah 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 let's give you some alternate exercises okay but that's like such a fucking small part it's like 10 percent of the conversation that i have with my clients the majority of the time, it's like, hey, how are you sleeping? How's your energy levels right now? How's your libido? How's your, you know, how are you moving? You know, how are you feeling throughout the day? You know, what are you noticing with yourself? Um, you know, and I'm, I'm asking them to reflect on the last couple of weeks and give me a review of the changes that they're making on a day-to-day basis and how that's affecting them. But you're an educator. There's a difference between being a teacher and, and you're, you're, that's why you enjoy personal interaction is because it's, everybody's different. And just like you said, we've got tools in a toolbox. Like I mentioned about that lady who was eating carbohydrate. I, I'm, I'm fully aware of the mechanisms of why that worked. She doesn't need mm-hmm. to know the biochemical and pathways. And she just needs to know that she can not be weird and eating carbohydrate is not a bad thing. <laughs> but that information is what coaching's about. That's what, that, that's what people either they're paying for or they're looking for is, Everyone, you can go on any, there are so many programs out there that are so well written, that are cheap as chips. But unless you're part of a tribe, unless it gives you some form, form of attribution with some accountability, or you're not actually having someone give a fuck about you, those are why people will always need coaching. And that's not, I, don't get me wrong, I, I'm, I'm really, I want to go online to provide more impact and help for more people. It's not a, get rich schemes, sit on Bali and do three hours of work. If you got, if anybody is doing online coaching, you're sat there like a dickhead after work doing, doing eight hours of PT and then you've got four hours of online coaching. That's not glamorous. Like it, it, coaching is coaching. You, it, you're in the trenches, relish being in the trenches. Don't try and run away from it and be this guy who's, oh yeah, I'm chasing Instagram followers. Instagram followers will come and who gives a fuck? Like if you're actually helping people, that's what you're here for, you know? Yeah, that's a good point. If you're if you're chasing followers, like you're doing it for the wrong fucking reasons. And like, you'll be found out. I'm so scared <laughs> of being found out. I'm the opposite. I like I like Instagram. I use it as a tool, but I I, I study every day just so that mm-hmm. someone cleverer than me cannot ring me up and say what you're talking about, dickhead. Because <laughs> because I find that it's important that I don't want to give people misleading information. Where I think there's a so much glamification of of so much bullshit on it on, on social media is so frustrating there's a there's a there's a guy called uh dan garner who's a who's a who's a have you ever heard of him he's in the ufc he's a nutritionist and he hasn't got mm. he hasn't got social media the mm. dude if you read his stuff his stuff is fucking mental but he says i can't go on social media because it's so fun. he's such a geek though man he's he's, he's yeah. such a nerd but he's like i can't use social media because i, I feel like i've got to be a cheerleader which I, I i don't agree with that totally but on the flip of it i understand why he's doing it I use it because I want to empower, motivate, and inspire people to pull their finger out their fucking ass and, and and earn the right to do something. Not here's my whatever insert some some discount code for some horseshit product that's I don't even take myself, you know. And I think that yeah. that's where it's very frustrating. Yeah, 
Yeah, yeah, I do. I am an ambassador for a couple of things um, for Swiss Ape, which is a fucking proactive mental health program. Yeah. And, you know, that's to help people structuring the that, fucking important things in their yeah. life. And that's that's actually, but you're, you're using a platform, a global platform to massively help and dictate people's behavior who, who are ex-veterans or even they're not ex-veterans to add something to their life. That's going to set their standard and take them to the next level. We're not using, Swiss State isn't using social media to glorify some horse shit thing that's, that's not out there. It's saying, look, we've got your back. And that's what I think this is the cool thing is like, you can either use, use tools for the right reasons or the wrong reasons. We, I, I use it, I use Instagram to interact and watch people who I admire or who I, who inspire me or who I respect or I use that information and, and take that and process it and find out stuff. I don't use, I, I don't use, uh, and I advise that your list, like listeners as well is anyone on Instagram that you find that, that you, you feel is not helping you, bin them because mm. it's a waste of your time. Scrolling around, looking at shit is wasting your time. Working with, like you said, I, is, is listening, I can't remember the fellow's name, the fellow you did a, after our podcast, the head of Swiss State, you did a, did a podcast with Adrian. Him. Adrian, yeah. yeah. Weapon. And, it, it, it's funny. I, I've given it, like my, some of my clients ex veterans themselves, and you can then understand the processes of why that company is out there to build structure around guys who are coming out of the military or, or, or are still in the military. And that's mm-hmm. that's the beauty of what we do. Is we there's two sides of this coin, right? There's people in it for money, which they'll get found out, or there's people that are building impact that are going to hope that in the long term, the compound interest of building impact is more financial reward, and that's where social media should be which hopefully as you said we can start putting a dent in yeah man that's a good point about um the social media like how are you i've, I've literally had people um follow me i don't know who the fuck they are and they're like why aren't you following me back i'm like well one i don't know who the fuck you are <laughs> yeah. i'm not i'm not friends i'm not friends with you and i'll have a quick flick on their their instagram account or what social media account or whatever and i'm like None of the shit interests me. Like, I don't want to see this stuff. I'm not going to learn anything from it. I'm not getting anything from it. So, no, I'm not going to fucking follow you. No. You know, the people that I follow, I either know personally or, you know, I can learn from. And, you know, it's those, the the people that I want to learn from, um, you know, big names in the industry that I trust and respect and go to for information. I'm not on their Instagram to get that information. Like, I'll have a look at what they're putting out. And, you know, maybe they've, you know, put out a new podcast with, um, you know, another guest. So, I'll go and listen to that episode, hear the long-form conversation, see what they have to say, and actually get some real fucking context because how much context can you put into a one-minute video? Oh, Bo, it's so... How many times do you see, like, in a gym, people will see stuff on Instagram and they'll do it, again, we do it professionally, so with a client, but they haven't got mm. any understanding of the reasoning behind that. And I think that's where mm. uh, a friend of mine put a, put a post up and it was a picture of Spartans and it said uh, training in the 90s. And it had a picture of this boy he sat doing a wall sit with a squeezy ball in between his legs, blowing a, blowing a pipe. And he said, you know, training <laughs> in 2020. And it's so, it was so funny because it made you really think like the basics win. And people will see like, again, I guess I, obviously... I, I, your tire style of training is very much derived from what I, I love as well. But the, the guys you're doing, it's all very similar, but it's all the, the intensities, what they're doing while they're doing it is what the mag, where the magic is, not, oh yeah, sweet, we're doing hill sprints today. You have a reasoning for it. Whereas you see 
so many people are picking shit off 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 social media and not having context and not giving it a what how is this fitting in my bigger bigger picture or someone's bigger picture yeah that's a great point man like so many people look at you know some of the the training plans that I'm or the training sessions that I was putting Peter Yarn through prior to his um uh, UFC title shot against Jose Aldo and you know they ask me questions about that and they're like oh what do you think about this what do you think about this can I implement this and blah blah blah, blah. and I'm like well you fucking can if you want like, yeah. I don't care what you, <laughs> right. I, I don't you I don't care what you bash. do yeah have a crack son get, yeah. it, get after it you know but <laughs> But they, they don't understand that, you know, that is my specific um, preparation phase. I've gone through my general physical prep, uh, preparation for fucking two and a half years and, yeah. you know, five fight camps before that built that base. So now I've got all these tools to be able to choose from to be able to apply the right tool at the right fucking time. That's literally it, man. I think listeners can take that and do that with anything. Like it's not just training, it's it's whether you're using stuff to motivate you, you're using stuff to periodize your day, uh, whether you're using a nutrition protocol, there has to be a method for the madness, a reason for the madness, sorry. Because hmm. just just willy-nilly shotgun effect, picking shit and just using it, brilliant. It gives you that instant gratification, right? But our clients aren't asking for instant gratification. They're asking for either results or a massive life change. That takes strategy. That takes systems. Hmm. That takes actually... Some days they're just not ready for it. Some days they have to literally, mate, you're not worth the gym today. You need to go to bed or you need to go to eat. <laughs> like, shush. And, and that, that's where the magic is. And that's not dampening people's um, expectation. That's just saying that in, unless you're willing, you should, whatever you're trying to do, you need to invest a bit of time in. Whether that's five minutes or five hours is at least try and find out a reason because not every, whatever everyone's doing, it's not necessarily the correct way for you or what's operating in your current lifestyle. Like you said, a prime example, Pitryan is an elite level MMA crazy motherfucker who, who will, you give him, you say run through a wall with it backwards, <laughs> he runs through it, not a problem. He's like, how many times? Yeah, it's sweet. He's just like headbutting people as he walks through it. Whereas you're talking to a mum with three kids and you're telling her to do a salt bike interview. She's not slept and she hasn't eaten anything. Mm-hmm. Never to the madness, man. Sorry, sweetheart. Today, you're going to use your PT session. You're going to go for a walk on your own. Get off your phone on Instagram. Get a book in your ear and have some time for you. Because the bigger picture is I know that that's going to give me the, the physical effect that I want you to have. Not slamming the fuck out of you so suddenly you're thinking you're vomiting. It, yeah, it's useless. Yeah, man. this is that, That's a very difficult conversation to have with people though. But yeah. this is why I'm an educational coach is because... If I, if I get a, and I've I've had this before, bro. Where you know, and this is why this is kind of why I've started this podcast as well. It's it's literally kind of for selfish reasons, so I can um, improve my communication skills, right? Because I'm constantly learning this shit. But you know, if I get to teach it, I get to learn it twice. Yeah. But you know, I've had people come into the gym and I've asked them about their day. How are they feeling? How have you slept? You know, how's, oh, I've had the fucking, I've had a terrible day. I slept through my alarm. I'm fucking catching every red light on the way to work. I've eaten like shit, blah, blah, blah. You know, I um, had a fight with the missus as I was walking out the door. All right, well, we're not going to hammer you with training today. You know, let's, let's lay down on the ground. Let's go through, let's go through some breath work for 10 minutes. Yeah. Let's bring you into a parasympathetic state. And then, and they're like looking at me going, what the fuck what are you on about, man? I want to, yeah, I want to, I want to, I want to, I want to hammer myself. And I'm like, well, let's talk about the autonomic nervous system. Let's talk about stress. Let's talk about this. Let's talk about that. 
And, you know, it's it's only when you are able to communicate these things and you get that client buy-in and they actually understand why the fuck they're doing something that they actually go, all right, cool, there's a tool that I can put in my toolbox. Yeah. And if I've had a stressful day, now I know that I'm probably going to need to do something that's going to relax me a little bit and bring that, you know, bring those stress levels down. If they've had a good day, they've slept well, they're well hydrated, you know, they're very productive at work, they've eaten, you know, good food throughout the day and the energy levels are high when they get into the gym in the afternoon. How are you feeling today? Yeah, man, I feel really fucking good. And you can see it in their body language, bro. Yeah, All right, absolutely. cool. Let's get after it today. Your stress levels are low in other areas, so now we can ramp it up here. And that's the point. It's like, you know, we need to, as coaches, we need to um, be able to see where our clients are at what state they're coming into the gym in. So then we can go, all right, let's manipulate this session to give you just the fucking right dose. Yeah, that's right. Because everything's dose, everything's dose dependent. Because if I do too much, then I'm now taking away from that energy, their limited energy that they have that's coming from their food, right? So if I'm taking away, if I do too much work in the gym, I'm taking away from their energy. Now they don't recover and adapt right all they're doing is staying in this fucking perpetual oh. recovery cycle and they're not and i think at the end being in our industry is you can't just be looking at coaching session by session like if the session if they turn up in that state you mentioned about they're fucked and they've got literally nothing in the till you drilling them harder into the floor and they've got two they're with you they, they travel you three days a week you've got another two days with them save your ammo man next round like it, 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 you want to make sure when they come back to the gym they're recovered and ready to ramp it up. Not this, if, if, a, if someone's coming to you and they're not geared up to, to, to train hard, there's a reason for it. And that doesn't mean, I think it's a, if people suddenly don't get twisted is we're not saying uh, being a pussy. Like you, you, yeah. you not taking responsibility and you not coming into the gym and you just can't be, I, I've had, I mean, I had a particular client come and he just moped around and didn't want to be there. I literally said to him, mate, let's just go, let's go get coffee, man. I've got no interest in studio. I'm trying to make you train. You have, mm-hmm. you got, you got nothing wrong. He doesn't, he doesn't work. Dude's got low, he slept, no reason. Doesn't resonate. What did, his values were not at the gym anymore. So we actually parted ways. But, but my point being is you have a responsibility in whatever you're doing to turn up. But on a flip of it, even if you have turned up, there are things that are out of your control that you must be mindful of. And if it is a case, like you said, you've just had a shit day. You just, you just had a shit day. You'll resonate. Like, you, we all have that elephant game in rugby where nothing goes fucking right, man. Doesn't matter what you do. Mm. You knock on the ball four times. You miss three tackles. <laughs> you get that turnover you said you got. You just got cleaned up and got a broken nose. Like, obviously, for the face, like a jigsaw puzzle happened a few times. <laughs> but we've all had that position. And it, it's very easy for you to be hard on yourself and go off. Oh, and I used to be that guy. I used to, oh, I was the most mopey, boring motherfucker and couldn't talk to anybody afterwards. But mm-hmm. then you suddenly, if you could be objective, it's just like, okay, that was one game. That was one training yep. session. Okay, I made a mistake. I didn't sleep properly and I didn't eat breakfast and I didn't hydrate. What have I got to yep. do? Get off the floor and go and go and sort that out. Not mope around and do it. And I think we have, you see that, that thing you said, that perpetual cycle of, of, of stress, getting upset, getting even more stressed about it, getting, not fueling it, getting upset about it. And it keeps going around. It's breaking that cycle and being in yep. the room, so to speak. Yeah, it's done. It's done. Don't fucking, don't worry about it. Just go, all right, if I find myself in that situation next time, like I know how to deal with that better. Take some lessons from that. Now, going back to what you were saying before, if someone's training with me three times a week, you know, what you said, man, it's not about not being a fucking pussy. 
Yeah. Right? Like there's going to be times, let's say someone's training with me three times a week, Monday, Wednesday, Friday. Okay. They train well Monday, train well Wednesday. They walk in Friday. They're fucking stressed out. You know, they've had a shit night's sleep. They're, you know, they're under the pump at work or whatever. You know, like you said, it's not about that one day of training. I might still, I might still go, hey, what are you doing this weekend? And they're like, oh, I'm going away to lay on the beach and relax with my partner and read a book, turn my fucking phone off. All right, cool. Guess what? I'm not going to baby them in in that training session. I'm still going to fucking push them. I'm going to make them work, right? Because they're feeling like shit. So, I'm not going to baby them. I'm going to go, right, I know that you're going to have this rest period over the weekend. So, let's fucking get after it. I'm going to make you work hard here. I'm going to build your fucking mental and physical resilience right now. It's not an excuse to fucking be a bitch, right? But... If I talk to them and say, hey, what are you doing this weekend? Oh, I've got a, um, a corporate lunch tomorrow. I'm meeting up with clients and blah, 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 blah. All right, cool. We need to take it a little bit easier in this training session. Uh-huh. S- yep, save some of that energy so you can you know, contribute that towards that meeting and then rest, recover Sunday, come back in Monday and we start again. We get after it again. Well, as I say, from a military standpoint, I can't remember what study it was, but they, there was a study done about the deposit buds testing, they did the 40% rule, where they, they, they gave them an RP scale halfway through or, or during it. And they were saying, they were all screaming out, they were nine out of 10 fucked. And they all had they yeah. only 40% or they had 40% left. It, it is so true. And it's meant with like, you, 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 there's times where you, you feel like shit and you have the best session. You pet, you do a PR. Uh, mm-hmm. my missus friggin she hit a PB when she'd been on the piss basically <laughs> for GB but like yeah. there'd be other times where you feel amazing your HRV like, is epic and you're useless yeah. like you said is is we're, me and you are we're not cheerleaders that's what Kev Toonin at 98 told me that he just when we did their foundations course to me he's like mate I'm not mm-hmm. we're not a cheerleader like if you're coming here you're coming here to work hard there's, there's, there's many very variables we've got around here but like you said, is is the is the dose right? If if you know that they've got, they're going to the beach and they're having time off, and and this is only they they can they're going to have time to recover. It's our responsibility mm-hmm. to to give them the nudge to go. Let's look. You're feeling like you're feeling like shit. You're not fucked. Come on, we've got another one. Whereas if they are, yeah. like you said the world's crumbling around them. I have it more so like quite a lot here with guys who are like I got guys uh, head of a bank. And I know, like, this Donald Trump stuff, I, when shit's getting real with that ginger motherfucker, loads of it is going, <laughs> going bad with this dude. So, yeah, I, I, I pull off. I don't mean he doesn't train. I make it aerobic. Mm-hmm. I make sure he's doing prehab, rehab. I make sure that we, we're, we're helping that his tight areas, bulletproofing his body so he can make mm-hmm. better decisions, not fucking him. On the flip of it, there are days where he comes to me and goes, mate, I just need you to hit me. And then it's part of the game. You're man. like, like, let's go, son. Come on. Well, usually he fucking challenges me and says, I've got to do it with him. <laughs> so, yeah, All right. it's funny. Yeah, yeah. Awesome, man. Hey, uh, we're just coming up on an hour now, mate. I've got I've got uh, a bit of time before I need to bail, but do you still have a little bit of time? Are you free? Yeah, man, I'm cool, man. I'm cool for about 40 minutes. All right, cool, cool. Let's roll into roughly another 30 minutes or so and we'll answer as many of these questions as we can. Cool. Uh, that was an hour of like real fucking conversation. <laughs> so, <laughs> I knew that was going to happen, bro. Yeah, absolutely, boss. <laughs> yeah, it's always going to be the same, mate, when me and you catch up. But it's always just, as you said, keep keep talking shop to the cows come home. Yeah, that's it. That's it. Um, so, the first question that I had came in was, how much of a role does your mass play in how much you can lift? And there we have it, part two with my man, Will Foden. All of his links will be in the show notes. 
Uh, the next episode will be a Q&A session. Uh, I've had some questions come in from my listeners. Some of the topics that we discuss is uh, how can I continue building strength? I feel like I've hit a plateau. And the second question relates to the differences between uh, type 1 muscle fibers and type 2 muscle fibers being slow twitch and fast twitch. All right. If you enjoyed this conversation, please make sure you leave me a five-star rating and review. Pass it off to your friends and family. And I will see you guys in the next episode. Much love. Peace.